get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you know or have been around Jay Delsing, you know that he's a tall drink of water. He's 6'5", lean. <laughs> got long legs, and he's with us now on the Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Jay, the reason that I bring this up is because, and by the way, Jay, you can hear him every Sunday morning here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Before the last week, before yesterday, would you have ever had the inclination to get in a submersive to go down and see the Titanic (laughs) at your height? Uh, No. That would be a big, fat no. I, uh, I, (laughs) that one, that's a hard one. I don't get it. Yeah, what are what the hell are people thinking? I don't get it either. No, no. I mean, you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to go in that thing. Oh no, two hundred fifty thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, Lots not, of money. Yeah, uh, I was very happy on Sunday to see that our pick Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. <laughs> yeah, he was at the top of everybody's <laughs> list, wasn't he? Oh, right. man. I, you got to take your hat off to him. What he did, um, and and what an emotional uh, thing too. It was, you know, every once in a while, guys, things happen in sports where you go, "This is just a cool story," you know, with his mom, and and um, he, he's uh, got a good friendship with Ricky Fowler, and it's uh, it, it was pretty impressive. What wasn't impressive was the lack of fans at LA Country Club, and you know, USGA restricting tickets and things like that. I, I thought that sucked. But that golf course, you guys, is unbelievable. And we used to, yes, we did try to climb the tree on the 14th to take a look <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion, but we didn't get very far. Jay, did you hear this news about uh, Wyndham Clark possibly cheating and should have been assessed a one-stroke penalty? You know, Kerry, I, I heard it briefly, and typically I would – kind of get in the weeds on stuff like that. And I'm just over those, these people finding something weird off, on, off the TV and, and calling in and things like that. It's just golf has supposedly handled that, but I don't know if they've handled it because they, they still kicked it around. I, I didn't see it. I, I don't know if I'm really interested in it. I mean, did his ball move? Did it not move? Yeah, it just makes me crazy sometimes. Yeah. And Jay, more continuing with this saga of the PGA Tour and Live Golf, a Senate subcommittee has asked executives from the PGA Tour, Saudi Golf Interests and Live Golf to testify as Congress investigates the business deal. What do you make of that and what do you think is going to be going on with that moving forward? Well, I think there's going to be all sorts of litigation, all sorts of. So I've been I've been talking to players and tried, we had another player meeting this weekend and um Connecticut, and it was basically run by Jimmy Dunn, and the guys are trying to warm to him a little bit. He's trying to say uh, the right things, even though he's a double talker as well, because he lost so many people and his company and at the 9 11 
you know, tragedy. And everybody has way more questions, guys, than questions than they have answers. And, you know, I really like Tom Watson, but he writes this open-ended letter and, and puts it out. And I'm like, Tom, we're all wondering that. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if you guys saw that letter or not, but it yeah. was, you know, we're all just wondering, like, well, we all are wondering those questions. I'm not sure what the point of writing that letter was. I mean, we know you're a patriot. We're all kind of patriotic, and we're wondering the same thing, but we don't have any answers, and, and we don't know what's wrong with Monaghan, although you could tell, all you have to do is watch that CNBC press conference, and you know that it was <laughs> he's dealing with a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety, and hopefully, and I, I, I shouldn't be laughing, but I mean it was so obvious he could barely talk and he couldn't answer any questions that he should have been prepared to answer. And so there's a lot of questions, guys, and nobody seems to have any of the answers. The players are not very happy right now, um, and and there's, we're, we're just kind of waiting. Jay Delsing is with us on 101 ESPN. Hey, Jay, I want to go back to the Wyndham-Clark victory, uh, because you know this better than any of us, because you were out there on tour, and everybody that plays on tour is – a spectacular golfer. I don't think that we can appreciate how good the worst player on tour is. But that being said, with a guy like, I want to ask if any of these guys, when they won their major, as great as they are as golfers, if they were a fluke, a guy like Gary Woodland, a guy like Francisco Molinari, a guy like Danny Willett or Jimmy Walker or Jason Duffner, guys that won one major, was there any flukiness? Have you ever seen a major where a guy won and you thought, Okay, well, that was his moment, but it'll never happen again. The one that comes to mind the most, and it's not nothing personal against this guy, was Sean McKeel. You know, Sean McKeel won one tournament, and he won the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, and he hit one of the most remarkable and pressure shots ever hit on an 18th hole, and he hit it so close that he couldn't, you know, no one could miss the putt. I mean, he hit it literally inches from the hole. Um, and, and, but, but was, you know, never a, a player that really contended or, or won any other championships. And so, you know, I hate to, to be that guy because I never won any of those things, but I, I would say, um, the guys that have won one tournament and it was the major was, would probably be in that category. Now you get a guy like Andy North who won three tournaments in his career, but two of them were U.S. Open. Right. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's just manning up. When you can win at a U.S. Open, there's so much that has to go well for you. And they got Andy North a TV career. And also, the reason I, I prefaced it the way I did, if you could say that you were the worst major winner of all time, that's a pretty cool thing. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be right there. I'm right. Just sign me up. I, you could say, if, if I had a major championship trophy in the house that I'm walking around in right now, you say anything you want about me. You can say anything you want about me now anyway, but I wouldn't care. But, I, I mean, that that's the truth. I mean, this game, what, what I would say, Randy, and you guys know this just from playing, this game is so hard and so unpredictable that if that was your week in the sun, Amen, man. Just go ahead and take me now. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take that and I'll move on happily ever after because uh, you just don't know what you're going to – you never really, really know what you're going to get with this game. All right, Jay, I have one more question, and this is about the game and about playing. 
and, and it's about a, a tip that I heard about. Actually, the late great Bill Wilkerson gave me this one. It's about folding up a towel and putting it under your right arm so that your arm doesn't separate from your side, so that your ball doesn't, so, so that you don't wind up pulling a bunch of balls. Do you like that? Is that a worthwhile in the in the game to make your game better? Is it worthwhile to put a, a towel under your right arm so that it doesn't drop during your swing? Yeah, so so there's a couple things. First of all, yes. So what we're trying to do when we put a towel, I, I've seen. So Colin Morikawa works feverishly at a at a, a drill where he puts a, an old glove under his left arm, Randy, mm-hmm. and it basically accomplishes the same thing. What we're trying to do there is to connect the arms to the body and get them to move together. And that's really the challenge, isn't it? I mean, especially for amateur golfers, what I see so much is from the top of people's backswings, everything moves except their body. It's like their hands, their arms, and everything goes down there, and that's where the big slices come from. And what we, what, so what that, that drill is trying to do is trying to sync up your arms to your body to get them to move in the right kind of order. And the correct order is like all side-on sports, like shooting a, a, a puck or a ground stroke in, in tennis or uh, a baseball swing is your lower body's got to lead. And that's the thing that gets amateurs the most. That's where they lose most of the power and they lose the sequencing and their legs and lower body has to move first and keeping that, that towel or a glove or something under your arm helps keep your arms connected to your body and helps them. If you think about that, you, you're not going to throw your arms at the ball with that towel under your, uh, uh, you know, stuck under your, under your sleeve like that. And, and it, it definitely works. I've been playing a lot of golf with our buddy, Danny Mack, and he's got kind of what, what we call a little flying right elbow, kind of a la Jack Nicholas. And, and he'll love the fact that I compared him to Jack Nicholas for sure. <laughs> but, but what, so what, what I was telling him was take this glove, stick it under your right armpit and don't let it fall out until after the swing, after impact. And that's one thing, one crucial thing to know if people are working on that drill, Randy, if you're going to try to work on it, make sure that that towel or whatever does fall out after you hit. There's no reason to keep your arms that low. It'll, it'll make your swing really, really flat, and you'll, boy, you'll have a, a, an, an entirely different uh, set of problems if, if you try to keep your arm that low that long. All right. That's a, a great tip. Thank you very much. Who do you have coming up on the show on Sunday? I got Dottie Pepper, um, who's really, really fun. You know, her dad was a big leaguer, played Major League Baseball. I don't know if you knew that. And um, years ago, guys, we were playing in the mixed tournament down in, uh, down in Tampa, the J.C. Penny, And it was really a fun tournament. And I used to go out before when I was playing, and I'd go for runs. We didn't have fitness trailers and things like that at the time. And I can remember one, and I'd usually do it at night. And I, I remember turning the corner, and she was out walking her dog, and I almost flattened her. <laughs> and um, she, she was a little startled, to say the least. And um, we had a nice little chuckle in, uh, in our interview then. So, yeah, she's she's great. We we really love Dottie. Looking forward to Sunday morning. Jay, have a great weekend. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. See you later. That's our buddy Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.